Welcome to Lightbulb Moments, where each week I revisit one of my past podcasts to uncover something that really stayed with me after speaking to the UK's leading brands and founders. Lessons and insights that have truly impacted not only on my own journey, but that I'm positive will light up your imaginations. It really is a total honour to share these moments with you. I hope they impact your own thinking as deeply as they have mine. Bow your head and let your eyelids close on down Where we're going you won't need to bring your frown For my light bulb moment today, I've chosen to look back at a special conversation with Tamara Lohan, MBE and founder of Mr and Mrs Smith as she shares her letter to her younger self. As some of you may know, I ask everyone who joins me on my podcast to write a letter to their younger self. Whilst I suspect there might be a little bit of eye-rolling from these super busy founders when they realise they need to write this letter, without fail, they all share how cathartic the process was, actually even treasured. And I never fail to be moved with how vulnerable and open each and every one of them are, all in the name of sharing their own experiences to empower you, yes you, on your very own journey. As I listened to Tamara offering her younger self advice and guidance, I reminded myself that even those who appear the strongest have their own battles and internal vulnerabilities. The dialogue of the mind can be at real odds with the outside persona we share with the world, and it's our approach to overcoming these negative thoughts, turning our weaknesses into strengths, which will ultimately define us and our stories. Dear Tamara, I'm sorry to disturb you. I know you're busy and that the last thing you want to hear is a lecture. And you've never been especially good at listening to anyone, including yourself. So let me promise you a couple of things before we start. I'm not going to tell you to live your life to the full. I'm not going to tell you to seize every opportunity or make the most of every day. Because you know all that stuff and hearing it again won't make any difference. In any case, all those carpe diem homilies don't hit home until you get older and understand exactly what time does when things like death and fragility really start to mean something. And right now for you, they don't. You're there in a frozen moment, on the threshold of forever, anything possible and everything in your grasp. I remember being there. I know how scary it is and how exhilarating. If I were you, and I was, I wouldn't listen to me either. But don't worry, I'm not going to warn you off doing anything or tell you you're making bad decisions. You're going to make mistakes, a lot of them to be fair, but each one is important in its own way. We're all the products of the things we do wrong, possibly even more so than the things that go right. Mistakes are how we truly learn. Everything else is just remembering stuff. So please go ahead and make your blunders, they'll really help me out later. That also means that you need to ease up on that perfectionist streak of yours, otherwise it's going to slow you down a bit. You need to learn that it's okay to be a bit ragged around the edges, that there's no such thing as an unqualified success, that no project will ever be quite as good at the end as you imagined it could be at the beginning, and it doesn't make it a failure. If you stop spending so much time and mental energy trying to get everything perfect, you'll stand a much better chance of getting it right. To save you a lot of time and angst, here's a secret it took me decades to understand. It doesn't matter that you currently have no idea where you're headed. Not many people do. 
Yes, life might be a journey, but if you stop fixating on the destination, you'll enjoy it a lot more. Open yourself up to a little chaos, allow yourself to go with the flow, and you'll find yourself in all sorts of interesting places. I know you love learning, and I know that will never leave you, but try to learn one new skill each year, and do try to stick with what you've learnt. If you're going to be lucky enough to be taught how to fly, maybe don't give it up when you leave university. Just a suggestion. You're right to believe that your friends and family are important, and they'll only become more so in times to come. Treasure them, go the extra mile for them whenever you can. Even the smallest gesture of kindness pays dividends. Little moments of goodwill that will ripple across the years. The people you surround yourself with, personally and professionally, will be enormously important to you in the long run. So cultivate your circle now. You'll need its support in the future. Find people you admire from all walks of life and reach out to them. Support them whenever they reach out to you. It's really very simple, but it can help get you through almost anything that life throws at you. The good thing is that right now you're pretty fearless. So stop trying to work out who you should be. In the long run, it's much easier to be just who you are. And that's something you can do without even thinking about it. So don't stress. You worry too much as it is. But you don't listen enough. It's a bit of a contradiction, isn't it? You're anxious to improve yourself, but you're too fiercely independent to seek the feedback that might help you to do that. You can't sit around waiting for the world to tell you what to do or how to do it better. As much as you hate it, you have to have the humility to ask for help, advice and opinions when you need them. So, I was wondering if I could have yours. There are some things I've forgotten that I think you can teach me. You see, I've noticed a pattern with entrepreneurial people. They start businesses, grow them, sell them, and then, well, they do the same thing all over again because sometimes they've forgotten how to do anything else. They put so much of themselves into making it work that it's almost as though they don't have much of themselves left when it's gone. And I'm scared that will happen to me. I need reminding who I am when I'm not Mrs. Smith. And you're the only person I can think of who really knows. So tell me about yourself. What are your hobbies and interests? What is it that you think about when you're not working or worrying or trying to improve yourself? Who is it that you plan to become? Before I go, I want to set your mind at rest about something. I've got a feeling that right now you're concerned about being stuck in the same place and never getting to see the world. Let me tell you right now, you needn't worry on that score. If there's one thing that defines your future, it's travel and you're going to love it. I personally found the end of tomorrow's letter very emotional. If the truth be told, potentially uncomfortable, because so much of who I am becomes the businesses I create. The two are so deeply entwined. I think, though, if your business is one where you're the ultimate consumer, its language is everything you read in your favourite magazines, your daily activities are or were your hobbies, then you shouldn't feel sick to the stomach with this dual personality, so to speak. I can only say this after reflecting for over two years on what Tamara said, because certainly in her offices in West London, whilst recording that letter, those words haunted me for a while. Because I believe with all my soul that founders are the heart of the businesses they create. The most successful and defendable companies are those where the DNA matches. The issues arise, I believe, when your dream grows and where you might bring on external help, money, 
where other people may own part of your dream. I also think there's a reality that some brands won't have their founders at the forefront. They might have created a business or be in a trade which doesn't naturally seep into every part of their lives. I think if that's the case, then not forgetting who you are outside of the blood, sweat and tears you pour into your business is vital. I can proudly say, though, after reflection, that my existence, loves and passions are at one with the businesses I've created. And thus, there's no way this entity can be divided. All I know now, in hindsight, is that it is healthy as long as it stays pure. Pure you. And because this is your story and journey, I just couldn't agree more with the fact that behind the closed doors of your dreams, you're royally going to fuck up. Not only make big, medium and small mistakes, you potentially will experience hurt like nothing else and quite possibly be broken by them. I remember being petrified of making mistakes. I think lots of us do when we're younger. But when my big one came along, so big it took me literally to the floor, weighed down with what were innocent, naive moves on my behalf, where I ruined everything. I learned the biggest lessons of my life. It took me a process of around five years to understand each one of my wrong moves and what this had taught me. Some of their teachings came quickly, and yet some showed themselves slowly, simmered for a year or two before the light bulb went off. When Tamara spoke about really being a product of all of her mistakes, that we actually only learn, yes, only learn through mistakes, it helped me become more grateful for all the pain I'd endured. That who I am today, the next era of Holly, was thanks to my mistakes. It was liberating and certainly has given me an ability to cope with those still to come. And just finally... To all those perfectionists who are listening now, yes, you, ease up, as Tamara said. Because guess what? Perfectionism is not healthy for anyone building a business, nor is it actually beneficial to the company and the dream you're dreaming of. And remember, everyone, done is better than perfect. In fact, as builders of dreams, the finished product will never, ever be as incredible as you envisaged. But it will be as close as you are able to get to it with all the resources and energy you have at your disposal. And that is good enough. You can spend the following years changing, tweaking and perfecting it or learning from the mistakes and just starting again. And really, that's what this journey is all about. The imperfections, the lessons, the growth which all leads to exactly where you're supposed to be. Right here, right now, listening to this podcast, wherever you are in the world, it's exactly where you're meant to be. The biggest question is, where are you heading next? Now you have this knowledge. I'm so thrilled you joined me for this light bulb moment. If you'd like to listen to the full episode of Tamara Lohan sharing her journey of co-founding Mr. and Mrs. Smith or any of the past founders, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And if this episode has helped you on your journey, I'd be so grateful if you might rate and review to help us reach even more people. Mm -hmm.